podcast live. All right, it is. Okay, let us get started. Huzzah! <laughs> me, 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 me. Nuke, you haven't done Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> I did that before I got on. Okay. <laughs> a little spritz of uh, honey and chamomile. <laughs> Over 30 clock. Over 30 clock. Over 30 clock. Fuck yeah. Logan is a teabag. Your face on fucking day. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming back. You are listening to another episode of 30 and 60 and over 30 clan podcast. This is episode 38. Today's date is April 10th. I put the wrong date in the notes because we were going to do it tomorrow. We're going to do it live right now. <laughs> Let's do it live. <laughs> do it live. Fucking thing. No, do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Black Death. With me tonight, my co-hosts are Nubs, Nukwug, Teenity, and Trey. Thank you guys for helping out. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> you can reach us uh, at over30clan.com, uh, Twitter and Facebook at over30clanusa. You can watch our streams at twitch.tv slash over30clanusa. This podcast can be found on SoundCloud slash Over 30 Clan. Also search for 30 and 60 on iTunes. You'll find it there. And check out our blog at blog.over30clan.com. So today's show, uh, I limited the topics so we can keep it within a reasonable length. Um, you know, we'll go through the same overview for the state of the clan. And then our three major talking points will be the division. Now that it's out of uh, beta. It went live, and we will talk about uh, the Borderlands 3 trailer that was uh, released at PAX, and uh, we're going to revisit the Epic Launcher, because there's been a lot of controversy in the, in the gaming community, and even within our community, a lot of controversy <laughs> between the Epic Launcher, so I think that's uh, worth uh, repeating or uh, revisiting again. Uh, and then for a special treat at the end of the show. Uh, now, I apologize, we missed March. Uh, things were really busy, and we'll, we'll get to why in the state of the clan. So we missed March's podcast completely. Uh, and so um, we, in February, we started the blackmail box, which, and so we have some stuff to share for the blackmail box. And so that is our uh, voicemail box, using Craig in our Discord server where people can just pop in. Craig will automatically record them. They can leave an anonymous message, a story, whatever. And uh, there were a, quite a few interesting submissions. And uh, we'll play a few for you. I've got, I've got so many that, um, particularly from one person, 
So <laughs> but it makes some really good stories. Uh, I snorted a few times uh, while I was editing them. <laughs> so we'll do those at the, in the, in the wrap up. So let's get on with the state of the clan. Um, so I have two months to cover here. So in February, we had 34 new applicants, uh, 13 were play, uh, PC, 12 were PlayStation, and 9 were Xbox. In March, we had, I did not write the total down, we had 40, if my math is correct, 14 PC, 10 PlayStation, and 16 Xbox. The financial report is booming. So uh, we got $1,192.39 in PayPal. We got $636.05 still in the bank for a total of $1,828.44. You can, of course, check out uh, all of the full transparency uh, if you go to over30clan.com and look in, I believe it's the announcement section. There's a donation site support and operating cost thread. And it's a Google Sheet, full transparency for all transactions that take place. In February, we had no bills paid, but in March, we bought a gaming server for $388.38. We had had one giveaway in February, and that was, uh, hopefully I don't butcher this, Weedabix UK. He won a copy of Regions of Ruin for PC. And uh, sadly, we did not have a giveaway for March, but... Uh, that is just because we've all been so busy. So some of the uh, changes and upcoming stuff. Uh, I guess I'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it now. I'll skip around. <laughs> so uh, in February, you know, I talked about the government style shutdown. We're going to revamp the site. We're going to update the forum. And then I had an epiphany. I said, well, everyone fights using the forum. They need to face the cold, harsh reality that forums are dying. No one uses them. They're a complete pain in the ass to use on mobile. So uh, I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out, is we will focus on Discord. So instead of spending money in upgrading the forum and using software I don't like to use anyway, um, we're going to rework the application system completely. We're going to make it a lot easier for folks to apply we're going to make it particularly easier for all of us to process <laughs> because uh we're just growing exponentially now uh you know 40 to 100 people a month and i mean at that rate we're going to double in size by the end of the year yeah. so it's it's crazy <laughs> um and we got uh, 15 we started the new year at i think 1300 and we're close to 1500 um strain on the moderate on the processing is big (laughs) it is there so so really um the focus is discord it's just so much easier for everybody with all the various platforms that we support xbox playstation and pc um it just makes sense so we're working on a way to help automate that process we've got a, a young guy um max you may have seen him uh, floating around in our server uh he's a developer i found on one of the discord api discords and he's helping us out uh with this process and so far you, we did a little beta test you guys a bunch of you guys popped in there and tried out the new registration form and really it's like glowing reviews for beta test i mean Mm-hmm. Heard out, yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so, so basically, uh, we'll probably end up using like type forms for the application, and then uh, we can push that into Discord and just try to get a bot to uh, parse some of that information so we can pre-approve it and then uh, post it more easily for you guys to vote on right in Discord. So uh, you uh, won't have to hear any more. more than 10 votes. What's that? <laughs> then get more than 10 votes, maybe. Yeah, that's <laughs> more than 10 votes. And um, so, yeah, those are the changes that you'll see coming up. Um, it's going really quick. And then Nitty has done an exceptional job uh, behind the scenes with Discord, you know, being so diverse and having so many platforms and so many different games, uh, it, it makes for really more complex yeah, to clutter up uh, Discord. So the, I don't even know how many total channels we have. I would say it's probably, what, 40, maybe more? Um, yeah, I can probably get that. I'm just yeah, around about just to give people an idea of the size. And so, uh, you know, to make it easier on everyone, he completely revamped the system, uh, tried to make it uh, to appease everyone. Some people uh, don't want to see anything other than their specific platform. Some people want to see it all. And so it was a, a real nightmare uh, to administer and to moderate. And uh, he worked tirelessly. So yes, yes. <laughs> a big thank you to him at uh, work <laughs> while yeah. I wasn't doing my real job. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, so, yep. You, so, and those changes were very well accepted. I am proud of you, the community, <laughs> because I really expected pitchforks and torches over time. Something yeah. changes. A few more so, things you have to finish with it that these changes, cause we didn't really run anything by anybody. We just had this idea and said, this made sense. And they just did it, <laughs> which, which could be a, you know, hit or miss, but uh, thankfully it, it was more a hit. Um, and so some future changes that you still have, will see is the new application process. Those will come straight into discord. And then we're going to, um, with moving away from the forum, then we got to make giveaways more easier. Uh, and that will, run to a giveaway bot in discord as well it'd be so much simpler to manage and uh just give people more of an incentive to pop into discord and check things out and no excuse really at that point about uh not staying in touch with things and it's one less thing for us to have to repeat the same information on forum and discord and playstation community and xbox club and yada 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 so <laughs> those changes coming forward so thank you again, Nitty. We really appreciate the hard work. Yep. No, we don't have an applause like a sound clip yet. You know, I was looking for it, and I, sadly, I, I don't have applause. That's not I, MLG Airhorn. <laughs> <laughs> or, or we can do this one. Well, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mister Helper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so our steals and deals um i'll cover the march ones even though they're, they're over with but in march games for gold you had uh, adventure time pirates of Enchiridion, <laughs> super bomberman r star wars republic commando metal gear rising revengeance in april you get plants vs zombies guard warfare 2 very good game especially if you have kids highly recommend you snatch that up that's available until the 15th of april 
Star Wars Battlefield Front Two. <laughs> that's <laughs> Ghost Recon Advance Warfighter Two. That's that will be available April sixteenth to the thirty first. If you are looking for a deal for Xbox Live Gold, uh, oops, Reaper. Uh, I'm talking about Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare Two. Your little one's probably a little young for that game, but I would still pick it up anyhow because it is a super game. And if you happen to register, little tip, pro tip, if you happen to register an EA account, if you're going to register one for your child specifically, say they're a teenager or preteen, don't use their real birthday because then you won't be able to play the game. (laughs) (laughs) I had to go through that fiasco. Um, I signed up my son with his own origin account. Which, which links into most EA games, and it saw his birthday, and it would not let him play the game on Xbox. Considering the, the list of games that EA offers, like, that's rated e. They right. had uh, terms of service for online play, and... Ah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, they're covering their ass. Of shit. Um, oh, so, uh, we, the new news for today, we are affiliated with cdkeys.com now. So, and you can check that out in the Steals and Deals channel in our Discord. There's also a link under the marketplace on our forum on our website. You can use the affiliate link. I've purchased from CD Keys personally many times. I've never had an issue. Uh, I, I don't believe that they're gray market like G2A is, but um, so you can use those links. The 12 months Xbox Live Gold right now is $46.89. Uh, and then you can also get. PlayStation Plus, 12 months for $42.89 right, right now on cdkeys.com. Your PlayStation Plus games for March were Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered and The Witness. In April, they are The Surge and Conan Exiles. Uh, Steam sales, some good ones, which are three, $11.99. Everything Borderlands is on sale right now um, with the announcement of Borderlands 3 coming out. I think I got the Handsome Collection for like eight dollars a couple weeks ago the price has come up since then um but it's like 28.71 right now on steam and that is the game with every single dlc um and then dead by daylight 9.99 that's a really good game to play with the clan absolutely upcoming uh clan events and announcements are forza racing league this friday is the last race we've already gone 11 races if you can believe it or not and it has been a hell of a ride. Um, you can watch that live at twitch.tv slash over30clan USA. We changed the format, which I think is a great change for the, the better. Instead of just watching me race and crash and swear, now we have a dedicated <laughs> announcer. Our, our one and only Opre has been so kind to help announce uh, more community events. And so he sits in and spectates the game and then he can view everybody. And it's like pretty much watching a real televised race at that point. And I think the format was uh, much, much better. One of the videos um, that I pulled from the stream and exported it back to YouTube, I think had over 300 views. Uh, not live at once, but uh, people went and checked it out, which is f- not a lot, but that's way more than we usually get. <laughs> and so that format obviously works. So we'll, we'll probably stick to that format as long as we can um, keep it an, an announcer. Um, and then we went through the, the changes within the clan regarding the application process and all that. We're going to be more discord focused, dump the forum. 
uh, there'll still be a website and basically the website will be sort of the table of contents now you'll just have um, links on how to apply probably snippets of uh, stuff from our blog maybe embeds from our live streams uh, stuff like that uh, as always if you create an in-game entity to represent one of us first you can do that in our help channel in discord and that's it for the boring news we can pop into our main topics um, as you may have noticed in the notes, I put ad lib ramblings for division two. <laughs> I had the time, uh, to mess with the game or buy the game or play the game. And so I'm going to, I think everyone else here plays it, but me right now. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so this is one chance where I get to not do the talking <laughs> and you get to chime in. So uh, let's let's kick off with, so who here did not beta test? All of you beta test or no? I beta tested with uh, yeah. well, Nuke and Trey and Nitty. Nitty, you beta tested too, right? Yeah. So everyone beta test. That's, yeah, because they, okay. they did a private beta for those who pre-ordered and then they did a, an open beta so um, everyone could participate. Mm-hmm. I tested the alpha. And then <laughs> Nuke, Nuke is slobbing on some developer nod to get some alpha private <laughs> invites. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, they just assumed if I was going to no life the first one, I might enjoy the second one. Who knows? Yeah, and I think you know the biggest thing. You know, we I know in the last podcast we discussed um, the beta and did a lot of comparisons to Anthem, and um, I think it's one of these games where, unlike Fallout seventy six, where we fell for how clean and exciting that beta made us this one followed through in the sense that the game has uh, launched pretty pretty well they've uh, there were a few bugs with any sort of launch but they addressed a lot of those uh fairly quickly um and you know com- compared to the AAA title that released just a few weeks before it's um in anthem they've really benefited from just having a nice smooth clean launch that everyone seems to really enjoy yeah I mean, to, to that end, in the clan alone, we have, I believe, almost full 50-member clans across each platform. I know on PC side, we have 49. Xbox has been full for a couple weeks now, right, Nitty? Yeah, we're looking at starting a second one. Yep. <laughs> and and on, on PS4, I know they're, they're nearing cap as well. So there's just been a lot of activity for the game, which is exciting. Yeah, most of our new applicants are all running, looking for people to play, which, you know, I kind of really, it says something, right, about our community when you get a game like that, that really embraces co-op play, yeah. and then people flood our community. Sanctuary. Yes. Well, I also think, I also think on that note that, um, that I think, I know Trey did, maybe Nitty as well, some some Xbox guys. People advertised it in um, yeah. Reddit, you know, threw up some Reddit posts in the uh, Division LFG. True, true. Um, and it's got great response. So what I would say is, you know, people that are looking to find more people that are um, that are playing specific games that you want, let us know. Come up with something that you want to put on a uh, on a Reddit post and and do it 
because people will, I mean, people will respond and, you know, that's, we all get here because we kind of been roaming the wastelands by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It's you interesting know. how quickly we've just sort of, sort of evolved into, you know, using those social channels, um, not that Reddit's new or anything, but just you know, expanding where we're putting ourselves out there to, for people to find us. So I'm sure it's also helping our SEO and uh, just, you know, website hits. Oh, yeah, throw the fish in that out. So in the, uh, for Xbox, I want to point out that we, if there is a need on any platform, really, if there's a need for a second clan, we will obviously uh, work at getting that set up. For Xbox, uh, Search uh, has said that she would uh, be glad to run with the ball on a second division clan for Xbox. So if we've got any members out there right now, that are stuck or stuck in a waiting list or waiting period, uh, let us know and uh, we'll make sure that we can get you added somewhere. And but I want to be too, on roster one. <laughs> well, in the meantime, <laughs> roster too, we two is no fun. We, we have the strong, you know, we have the LG channels that really set up <laughs> so that um, people can find themselves too. Because it's not like there are perks to clan, but you can still group up together even if you're not in the same clan, obviously. So. Right. Yep, another good point. Yeah, another big change for all these LFG looking for group or, uh, channels in our Discord. So, uh, and you can, if you are part of that, well, you'll see it if you're part of that game role. And if you're not in that game, mm-hmm. you're bothered with those notifications. Yeah. Which is so nice. Unless you're an admin or mod and you get bothered with them all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we see all. I yeah, I, I, I posted in there, you were asking. We have 100 and. I wasn't where to go. God damn it, you guys posted shit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 107? Yeah, 107 text channels. Seven voice channels. Damn. Oh, that was, <laughs> holy cow. I was <laughs> way off with 40. 107. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's maybe 10 that are kind of our logs and admin stuff. Yeah. yeah that, other channels. You guys that may not see them all, that's what we deal with. Uh, 107 channels out there gotta keep an eye on all you guys make sure you're behaving (laughs) but you know back to the division i wanted to get just your thoughts on um i I know that nitty and um nuke along with myself played the original nubs you're new to this but what what do you think sort of driving this interest because i know um it's not your typical, I mean, it's an FPS, well, it's not even FPS, it's a third-person shooter, but, um, you know, it's a, it's a shooter game, but it's a little bit different than others, but why do you think this has been such a success, especially amongst our community, versus, you'd say, other launches in the past, and even, you know, compared to, like, Battlefield, for example? So it's co-op that works, and you can actually get into a game without being kicked out every five minutes or something? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> That is so important. I think it's also because it's not as cartoony, say, as a lot of other BR type team co-op games are at the moment. So it, you know, it 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 attracts maybe a slightly more mature audience. Mm. But definitely, gameplay-wise, it works. <laughs> you can get in with groups, and it doesn't kick you out, like Nitty said. So I would say those that would be. That as well as, you know, just it's fun. It works. 
Cold says it's because they supported the first division until it was really good. So so that they earned some respect. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> not wrong there. He's mm. not wrong at all. They bro- uh, broke it and made it better. But mm. then it was done. Unlike yeah, all the other people that just break it and then leave it. Something mm. to be said then about loyalty, uh, about loyalty to a developer that shows that they're willing to put time uh, into a project. Well, and those guys, they didn't, for going back to the division one, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. I loved it. I probably played it as much, if not more than everybody else, because you know, no life needs to find something. Right. <laughs> but, um, in playing that the launch was pure shit. I mean, let's call it, let's call it what it is. It yeah. was, it was terrible. Division one was terrible. I mean, it was a huge downgrade, um, based on what we were sold from E3. <laughs> The um, the it was hacked to death. You could exploit it like crazy. Um, the loot was terrible. Um, the loot was also very few and far between. Um, it's true. It forced you. It forced you into the dark zone to get that loot. And the thing right. is, is that you would be lucky if you got in a normal session if you got four to five pieces of legendary or gold orange drops. You know the top tier drops. The fact that most of it you had to go into the dark zone to get, you could do that for a couple of hours and you've got your, you know, four drops and you lose every bit of it because yeah. somebody just comes up and blows you up while you're trying to extract and, you know, just takes your shit. Mm-hmm. What's um, interesting right now is that, you know, going to Division 2, like we're swimming in loot, you know, so they le- obviously learn from that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's complaining that there's too much. It's like, what do I, I got to go back to the firehouse. Right. <laughs> I have to unload. Inventory simulator. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's re- I think it's really taken off and that you know you have a lot of we've had loot shooters are very, very popular. And as mm-hmm. far as the core kind of gaming group starts to get older, some of us gravitate more towards kind of a more laid back team focused as opposed to a competitive focused. Right. Because um, I think at, at one point we've all played you know, Call of Duty, Battlefield, you know, all the competitive stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, even though we played it casually, we played it casually competitive. You know, we always wanted to win, but we really, really liked the group part of it. Yeah. And then, you know, as you get older, your reflexes get a little bit different. And, I don't know, you know what you're talking you, about. You get, <laughs> you get a little worse. Um, and so we settle into this. And, you know, there's a ton of these different types of games out there, the loot shooters. Um which is basically an evolution or a devolving from from a MMO. It's just like a small small MMO type um, scenario. But we get into it and we start playing it. And we like them. So you got Borderlands, Destiny, um, even one of my all time bad favorites, Defiance. But then you got Anthem now. Um, so you've got all these. You've got the market there. You've got a lot of people playing them. Mm-hmm. Um, this one launches right off the heels of everybody being really, really bummed out about the Anthem experience. And even even Destiny for year one kind of sucked too, but I mean, it was fun, but still kind of sucked. But then this new game comes out that everybody hears, okay, well, it sucked at the beginning, but then they turned it around and, you know, year two, year three were, were really good. Um, and then they launch clean, you know, as clean as you possibly can. Um, and then they they approached it from an in-game first mentality to where the 
when they say that you re- the game starts when you hit end game, they really mean mm-hmm. it in this because there's a yeah. shit ton of stuff to do. I mean, if you yeah. notice today in the uh, in the chat channels for division, they're like, okay, I got to I got to to level thirty and I'm moving up, and uh, now I have no idea what to do. There's too much to choose from. You know, <laughs> people are like, okay, how do how do you stay on task to accomplish what you want to accomplish? Because there's so much shit to get sidetracked by. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. there's a lot of stuff to do, a lot of gear to chase. Um, and then, given that how they how they change the mechanics of the game, um, it really is a lot more tactical, if you will, um, more reliant upon working well with your team. You know, a lot more callouts, a lot more uh, focus fire stuff, as opposed to just four people just running through, just destroying everything. Now you right. got to kind of take your time. You got to pick and you know you got to pick and move, uh, move together. Um, don't get too far out of pe- out of the way of people to get <laughs> left by yourself. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's true. The AI is very intelligent, and it does punish you if you uh, position yourself badly. And and I think there's something to be said. Like Nuke and I actually you know, tested out heroic, which is their hardest content currently before the raids are released, just to see what it was like. And you know, we we aren't optimized in gear, but we've been max gear score for you know in, enough time to at least have pretty you know semi-decent builds um and it we we couldn't get past the first room i mean we could it would just take us a very very long time um but just the fact that that challenge is still there because i I think we reached a point before they launched heroic where challenging was still challenging in the sense that you could wipe if you you know weren't if you just tried to run through blindly but it wasn't you know like you're like you're sweating bullets you know like how the hell am i gonna get through this Mm -hmm. um but the heroic mode, my God, we just did like the one one room, and we're like, all right, let's go back until we're <laughs> until we're fully optimized. Let's go back to challenging, or go back to the other other modes. It's like you you could you could fight through it, but it would take yeah. it probably take about two hours to get yeah. there. And um and I think and this is also where I want to get your guys' opinion. Like, the game's hot right now, um, and more content is on the way. There hasn't been any official word on what the raids are, though Nuke and I did look through some data mined files. Do you see this having legs in the same way that Destiny raids had legs and kept that community going um, for quite some time? Um, no, no, go ahead. I would say it's it's I, it's still too early to say, but the uh, based on on how much they've given us to play with now. I'd say they have a very good chance of it being like another Destiny, Destiny Two, in regards to rating. Um, I don't know if the quality is going to be, and, and I say this as being kind of kind of jaded with the in-game incursions that they had in Division One. I. I mean, it, based on what I've read, it looks great. Looks great. It could it could be phenomenal. It could be a complete disaster. But I think it's going to be pretty solid. Um, hopefully, they've taken what is what keeps you going back to or kept me i'll say i'll just speak for myself what kept kept me going back to the destiny raid in destiny 2 um was kind of learning getting all the mechanics down and synergized with the group but also they gave you extra gear to chase now if they if they don't launch raid gear for this then You'll do it once, and then you probably won't do it anymore because there's really no reward 
-hmm. if you don't have raid gear. Yep. And the stuff that they've released as far as the gear sets go currently, they're underwhelming as far as, oh, I got to have that type of stuff. I mean, they're, they're, they're fun and they're a, a chance to play the game a different way, but they don't change it to make you feel like, okay, this is a, this is going to be the, this piece is going to be integral in making a build that I really, really like. Right. And then also you have to fall back on, on look at what we come from as far as division one veterans go is that when we had some gear sets that were just ungodly OP, I mean, they were just, they did really cool shit whether it be from a skill uh, skill build perspective or a healer build perspective, even a tank um, type build where you could basically eat grenades. Um, and then, of course, all the DPS sets. I mean, DPS sets are, are, are easy to put together, um, but you got to make them interesting. Hopefully they release new stuff for that. If those two things happen, I think it, I think it could carry for a month or two, month and a half maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know how communities are. You right. shoot things up and spit them out. Yeah, and it's hot, <laughs> hot in the beginning. Like I said, we have fifty active right now. I'm sure that will dwindle down as you know we start getting into the summer mm-hmm. months and more games are coming out. Nitty yeah. on the on the Xbox side, do you feel like it's got strong legs there? What game is going to come out that's going to replace it? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. Get out there. And that's the way true. we've always been, yeah, in the first month and a half the people that play it a lot will run through the raids several times, but guys like me quite as much as I used to, or I don't know if you see like noble post and he just jumps in and gets carried along. Eventually <laughs> he'll be up somewhere. There's a lot, there's a lot of people like him that, okay, now I'm ready for a raid. And then all the people that have been doing them come back and help teach everybody cool. else. That's the way destiny mm-hmm. always was. So like, we'd have people that would run several of them as long as they were still actually entertaining and not stupid mechanic stuff like destiny turned into. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it'll last a while, probably till a good game comes out. That's cool. Yeah, and and I, like I said, we're not going to spoil anything. But from what I've read in in the in the, um, the files, it's it looks promising. Like as Nick was saying, it's there's some potential. It could be disaster, but there's some potential. Yeah, at the be- at the beginning, it's going to be a it's going to be a serious time commitment. Uh, yeah, one one that we're probably going to say, okay, we're going to do the raid tonight, and we're only going to do it for X amount of time, and yep. after, after that, we're going to stop at the checkpoint and catch up with it later. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and see if they, as long as they put checkpoints in, that that yeah, might be exactly difficult. right. They don't do that. That's stupid. No, the, those are there, and it reminds me of WoW days when you took it took you a month to get through content because you're learning stuff i don't think it's gonna be that hard but um it's still in the same breath that you aren't gonna be able to blow through it in one night so that's nice good they, they make it for us old timers <laughs> <laughs> let's hope they've lived up to my expectations so far and and the good thing is is that as good as it is now it's going to get better as we go forward I mean, there's mm-hmm. going to be some changes that piss everybody off, like, oh, your favorite gun and your favorite build got nerfed. Um, but it'll come back. Everything yeah. will keep changing. It'll be constant retuning, constant retuning. Yeah. Oh, it, it doesn't make it boring then. So At least with the first game, yeah, they were right on it. So if they even continue that or go above and beyond, then I think they'll be sitting pretty. Sounds like they've handled their lessons learned from the yeah. first game. Yeah. And, you know, I really, yeah, I think the game's going to have legs until September 13th, 2019, which is when what comes out? Borderlands 3. 
Borderlands. Yep. Oh yeah. There you go. That is the next one. So that was, nice, that was my nice, trans, nice transition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging that. <laughs> and now on to the next topic. PD. <laughs> I was going to because in the beta, I thought I gave you guys the option to rate the division on one to ten. So based on your beta score that you gave back in February, uh, how has the game progressed or degraded? God. I mean, I don't remember what my beta score was. Me neither. <laughs> I think you were around yeah, a, a really six did. or seven, if I'm remembering right. And and I would probably score this eight to nine. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, again, just it's it's sad that we're at, in this state of mind when you, but I can't, you know, I asked this, you know, to you, Black, earlier this week, when was the last time we had a triple A AAA multiplayer game that met expectations at launch? And it's hard for me. Again, I might be jaded because of the whole Anthem and Fallout fiascos, but... Boy, I can't think of any off the top of my head. (laughs) Right? Right? Because even even with CODs, which um, when those come out, those are, you know, clean, but like people were complaining about features. Um, You know, um, Battlefield had its detractors. Like, this has just been a refreshingly strong launch. I think that's the one thing I, I heard all throughout the beginning with with beta playing and then onward nuke and trey both saying oh it's so nice to have a game that we can play it works it's so nice so what is this (laughs) so not used to this Mm -hmm. (laughs) if i was gonna just for my personal score um i'd i'd say about 9.25733 repeating of course No, it's it's everything it's everything that I expected it to be, and it's actually better than what I'd hoped for. So on to Borderlands. Even though we hit the speed bump in Trey's epic transition, I tried. tried. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good discussion point. Tries a transition, but then we all stop and point at it. Oh wow, that was really impressive. So I, I put the a link to the trailer in our podcast live channel for so those that may not have seen it. And uh, so, yeah, they, the rumors are true. There's going to be a Borderlands 3. You know, it's going to be a four-player co-op. There's hints and sprinkles that there may be possible cross-play with the game. Ooh. That would be Fancy. awesome. That would be very exciting for us. Um, one thing that I don't recall seeing anyone in our server mention this but in the twitch channel in their borderlands twitch channel in the offline screen there are hidden messages uh, in the left and right hand sides of where the psycho is and on the left it translates to where is the vault hunter and on the right it translates to who is the destroyer Mm. and um there is going to be some big changes between previous games and this one is each player will have their own loot table oh thank god yes (laughs) games they finally did that (laughs) so that means that whether you're playing with greedy friends or shitty rando (laughs) worried them running off with every good piece of equipment and gun drop uh, everyone will basically have their own loot table I didn't know anybody ever played with randoms in there. I I did when nope. I was on console. It wasn't pretty. 
<laughs> yeah. No, but that's that's great. It was mentioned through one of the art directors uh, that the new system will allow uh, different level characters to play with each other more seamlessly, regardless of uh, their mission progress. So I'm going to guess it's going to be similar to... I'm not really sure if that statement is they're trying to say they're reinventing something because the last Borderlands has a little bit of a progression uh, adjustment, I guess I'll say, but it's not that great. If you're a low B, even new to the game and you're with level 10 people, you usually get your ass shredded real quick. So I'm going to guess they're going to, maybe it's going to be like destiny where they sort of just uplift you to a level. How long has it been since Borderlands 2? That's a good question. It's on Xbox 360, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering, like, it's it's interesting to see what they've 2012? Learned. 2012. Okay, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. God, I mean, in 2012. Yeah. Um, but it's just be interesting to see what they've learned from other looter shooters in the time and you know what they'll implement from other games that have come out i think what borderlands still stands for the community is just um you know a lot of times it felt like the diablo of shooters in the sense that it was the 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 loot was just mountainous right um and you add that to the gameplay of of being a shooter game and it just was something new and refreshing when the original borderlands came out that sort of persisted throughout and then people obviously fell in love with the art style and, and the story and, and the comedy. Um, and based on the trailer, it seems like they're just they're hammering those points home again, once again, you know, like showing how, you know, that's it's the loot and then, you know, keeping that sense of art as well, the sense of uh, story. Yeah, don't change what works. Right. <laughs> Could use my claptrap, but yeah. <laughs> so there are new characters that are featured in the trailer. And so Zane is uh, like a tanky siren with magic arms. Amara is a robotic beast master. And Flack is like a high-tech... Uh, or, I'm, I'm sorry. Zane is the tanky siren. Amara is the robotic beast master. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. And Moe is the high-tech soldier. Moe is the one that interests me the most because that's the character with like the mid- the, the rail gun. <laughs> <laughs> Just whoever has the dog, that's who I'm playing there. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. So Moe's can summon mechs, and it is assumed that play- other players can use it because I believe it's shown in the trailer, uh, one of the other teammates using the mech that was summoned. Um, and new vehicles, you know, although... Uh, the- they didn't specify names or anything like that. And then there's a bunch of previous characters that are returning. Uh, Lilith will be there. Maya, Brick, Mordecai, Zero. Um, Tiny Tina will be in there. But uh, they're saying now regular Tina instead of Tiny Tina. I'm not Tina. Marcus, Ellie, Sir Hammerlock, Claptrap will be in there. And a few of the same enemies. Um, and they say Moxie will be We'll be back as well. Who owns a big, very cool bar? Well, that's real specific. Pitchford. <laughs> Pitchford. <laughs> there, there are so the villains in this one are alleged to be the Calypso twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So they're joined by an army of psychos and mechs, mutants and monsters, armed heavies, fire-breathing dinosaurs, returning pests like the spider ants and varkids. We'll all be there. And then, of course, what game isn't complete these days without, you know, expensive special editions? (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, you can buy the the standard tier game for $60.00. Uh, that may include some uh, cosmetic packs or toy guns. And then there is a mid-tier pack, which is around $80, um, that, that goes up to 120 to unlock butt stallion weapon skins, its grenade mods, a uh, season pack featuring four campaign DLCs that they've already announced, uh, made up of new stories, missions, and challenges. And then... The Ultimate Edition. Of course. $150 includes a bunch of physical loot, including a cloth map, which let's keep an eye on that. We'll see if they're going to pull a fallout on this one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fucking wax paper or some shit. Spray painted tarp. (laughs) You got a garbage sack. Here you go. <laughs> Borderlands figurines, a Sanctuary 3 ship model, which would be kind of cool, but not $250 cool. <laughs> uh, and then uh, a bunch of other trinkets and trash. And then some, so earlier, uh, while we were introing this, Denny posted a poll in our Discord as to who was interested in pre ordering. And uh, I thought I saw it one to five, but now it's five to three. So the, the, no, there was two, no, 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 pre-order, pre-order versus, versus yeah. Oh, who's going to play pre-order or not? I'm sorry. So pre-order, one to five, thumbs up, the the thumbs one, down. The one is the bot. So okay, so nobody, take one away. So nobody's pre-ordering. One up and one down, and nobody said they were going to pre-order. I think uh, this community's learned their lesson from <laughs> horror stories of past. Yeah, no. But... Then we're at like a four to two. The yeah, I'll probably play it later. So that, that's pretty much where I fall in. I'm definitely not going to pre-order it. Um, I'll probably wait until it goes on sale <laughs> a year from now after it releases. But uh, um, so they said in their PAX presentation that pretty much damn near the entire studio Gearbox Studio was working on Borderlands Three, and there weren't any other side projects really um and no one was brave enough to yell out that they were working on colonel marines too <laughs> which was a mistake of a game uh, well, it's, what's interesting gearbox has had they've been up and down well they've been down uh with our like what last couple launches I, I know they went they went head to head with um what they tried to do like a shooter moba and they went head to head with Overwatch on that and just got creamed. Um, I forget. Oh, yeah. I forget the name. But yeah, yeah. Battleborn. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, we That died in a nice fire. Yeah. <laughs> and I was actually I, I played Battleborn on on console. Um, I mean, oof. even the uh, Borderlands the pre sequel didn't do great. Right. Yeah. So I think they have a bit of proving out to do. The IP is strong, even within the trailer itself. Though, like, I'm not seeing anything revolutionary to be different. Like, I think for me to get super stoked about it is just to be super stoked about Borderlands in general. Um, but I don't know if have you guys read or seen anything to in terms of features or 
gameplay aside from the fact that individual loot tables, but um, but anything to it that's getting you pretty excited for it? Uh, not for me. Overall, I'm just kind of like I'm very very interested in getting it. I'm gonna wait <laughs> and play it after it comes out. Um, I don't remember if the last game had split screen for consoles, but the, the Borderlands Three does support split screen couch play co op. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Okay. Sure. They did not confirm split screen for PC, obviously. Right. But uh, no, I mean, I mean, it looks cool. And I'll play it eventually, but uh, not something that I'm going to be at a GameStop at a midnight release. You're going to have to get in your DeLorean and go find a GameStop. (laughs) (laughs) Going to hit 88 miles an hour and go go back to... 2002 and find that GameStop. That's a that's a topic for another podcast. I actually have some financial data that's showing GameStop is doing kind of okay, not but not based on because they're um, selling on, toys, right? Yeah, not based on video game sales, but yep. Good for a- them. Good for them. <laughs> that's. I mean, I, I was wondering how they were going to transition. Yeah, and they're they're dipping their toes into esports in a in an interesting way too. But again, another topic for another day. Oh yeah. Okay. Be interested to know that. Are they going to open their own sports bar? No <laughs> <laughs> restaurant, the GameStop oh, restaurant. Oh my gosh, <laughs> who would eat there? Ew. Oh, 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 gross. Okay. Hot Pockets and <laughs> <laughs> Hot Pockets, Red Bull, Monster Cheetos. Energy, <laughs> Cheetos. But no, they do have an interesting so. go forward business plan. Um, but yeah, like I think this game is what's going to make or break this game for me is the community. Um, is playing it with my friends, uh, playing with people in this clan because I think th- this is this is a lot of you know this game especially leads to a lot of fun when you're just in a in a big group and you're you know taking in the jokes together yep. as long as you can hear the jokes. Yep. Um, but um, just exploring that as a group, I think, is exciting because while division is. Um, co-op it's not necessary you could easily play that solo um it's been a while since there's been a pure strongly co-op game for me um i think probably since overwatch which can also be done solo um so it'll be interesting to experience that with the clan yeah i think that will definitely um help the game and so i've seen it before and it's the tidal wave effect here so you know once people start playing something people who weren't interested suddenly become interested yeah and, yeah. and uh so yeah game developers you need to start uh, paying them more attention to us yeah. <laughs> top top lots of ex- exclusivity <laughs> by the way they still show battleborn as a recently released title on what? the website <laughs> well, it's 2016 yeah, yeah. One more side thing they're going to throw out there is um, uh, 4K textures for Borderlands 2, the, the pre-sequel. Oh, wow. That would be nice Cute. to sort of get that updated and with how beloved that game is. Well, Cute pre-sequel. Fart noises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. There we go. <laughs> A couple yeah. more. Yes, um, we are a mature clan here. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And so then the last thing I want to touch on for Borderlands, so they, they lost a couple people from the studio that were in the previous games. So the voice actor who does uh, the voices for, um, or he was a writer and voice actor for Scooter. Uh, yeah. Mikey Newman, he's no longer at Gearbox. Uh, their lead writer, Anthony Birch, also left. And probably the most notable, the David Eddings, who does the voice of Claptrap, left and he went to yeah. go work for rooster teeth last year so i'm curious how they're gonna probably claptrap i mean i think anytime anybody thinks borderlands the first character to think of is claptrap mm-hmm. other than handsome jack right right so it's curious how they're gonna fill those gaps and especially with the writing team because um i won't say that the game is it's got a good story. I mean, it's not epic. It's not Game of Thrones, but it's, it's, it's the fun. one-liners are, are great one-liners. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the thing that the thing that that made me repeat Borderlands a few times is because I really liked the story. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool story, and I thought all the DLC was was really good, really well done. So that's I'm I'm up in the air on that. The fact that it's it's creative leading. I mean, even more than Cloudtrap voice, which I I love. But the fact that it's writers that does that raises some flags for me, and why I'll almost wait a little bit. Yeah, because the, the whole mood or storyline might it have a completely different feel based off of the writers that they bring in to replace, unless of course they they wrote it before they left. Yeah, but my I guess another concern for me though is um, is this is this an Epic Games exclusive? <laughs> yes, it is. And oh, how, play the, play mean, the cash register song. <laughs> <laughs> it being on Epic Games, you know, does that change your approach on whether or not you're going to play it? One hundred percent. Yeah. No. <laughs> so for for, for console folks, it's not a, definitely not a concern. <laughs> um, and I'm seeing in chat that um, it's actually time exclusive, so it will come hopefully to. Six months, uh, six ooh. months exclusive. Oh, that's that's a, that's a long while. It's a long time, but you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't mind. I would prefer waiting and buying it on uh, not on Epic personally, and that. And I'm also going to be able to see gameplay then and see if I'm actually going to like it, like I do Borderlands Two. Well, so I mean, let's get down to it though. I mean, the whole Epic thing. I've been somewhat ignorant on this whole thing. I've seen some of the comments. I've tried to put out some fires. But what, what, what is it? What are the what are the biggest things that's that the reaction that we've seen from not just from our community largely, and as well as the gaming community in general of how, why these guys are so bad, and I don't want to give them any of my business, even if they have exclusives like Metro Exodus, Borderlands Three, they're giving away free games left and right. What is it? Well, I think so. There are some facts, and then there are some unchecked comments i guess i'll I'll put it so um right now so it's it's in its infancy and it lacks a lot of features that steam has so you and some of these things you may not care about but some of them in my opinion everyone could or should care about and so there's there's no achievements that's not a huge thing for me it doesn't have cloud saves that's a huge thing for me every game should have cloud saves by 
now. The, there's no offline mode. There's no trading market, which I don't personally care about. But in, as a matter of fact, I could probably do without the trading market on Steam. I think it would prevent a lot of uh, hackers in most games because mm-hmm. they just hack to farm items to sell on the tr- on the marketplace. The uh, Epic Launcher does not support multiple profiles, which is a huge pain in the ass for me uh, with children who all have their own accounts. Um, they don't have forums or game sharing, which is a big, big no for me. Uh, and you can't stream to any other device. So they are, <laughs> they're focused on, you know, helping the developer out. That's perfectly fine, but just know it comes at a lack of all of those features and options. Now they have a roadmap. Let me paste the link in our chat and it's also being the show notes for those of you just listening and not following along with us in our discord um there is a development roadmap but the one number one thing that concerns me look at the very end of that roadmap what is the last thing they're going to work on it's refunds (laughs) (laughs) and and then today um pixel i think mentioned in our discord that they're not going to accept paypal they're only going to accept major credit cards directly. And so I have, so my first question then is, are you processing the payments or the payments processed through a third party? Because I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to trust you to process my payment directly. If you go through a third party, then that's okay. But I'm not going to trust you with my credit card information. And I also think that that move was done to reduce the amount of chargebacks and refunds because I think PayPal is probably a little more buyer friendly than the, you know, your credit card company or, or you you just got to go through a lot more red tape in my opinion. So, um, and then for me, the other thing is just diversifying. I diversifying is good for competition, for making games cheaper, but I don't think the games should be exclusive to any one platform so if a pc game is sold it should be allowed to be sold on any and every platform it could be if you want to have a timed exclusive that's fine but i should be able to buy battlefield on steam i shouldn't have to buy it and use origin i should be able to buy far cry on steam i shouldn't have to use uplay and uh, that's just my personal preference i i and that's because it's bad enough with just the three major platforms we deal with here in this clan, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Now you're going to subset PC into Origin, Uplay, Steam, Epic, uh, League of Legends, World Blizz. of War. It's ridiculous. It's, it, it just creates segmentation in in the game in the general PC uh, game space and it just it makes no money. has to manage. Well, in all those instances of the other launchers that you talked about, I can understand it at least because yeah. they made the game. They're yeah, the ones. The, it's their studios. The exclusives are purely driven by money from Epic. They bought the exclusive. Yep. I was one hundred. I'm I'm one hundred percent behind Epic for their approach. 
um, with the you know with the revenue split and all that stuff for for smaller developers, even their in-house um, teams or whoever they buy or whatever. One hundred percent in support of that. I mean, I, I want smaller developers to be able to get more money, um, and that's great. I think it was I think it was phenomenal. I can't support and I won't support um, timed exclusives because. What that does and what that leads to is, well, if, 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 you know, Borderlands launches timed exclusive and they bought it um, for six months, um, what about, what happens with, uh, um, with GTA, or not GTA, Red Dead? Red Dead, Red Dead's published by 2K, so is uh, Borderlands, so does 2K cut a deal with Epic to make that exclusive too? So if that's the case, then what what does what does Steam do? What what are, what can they do to compete? They're not competing on um, on getting the developer a better share. They're not competing on features because basically you're looking at a bare bones launcher. So the only thing you compete for is paying more for the exclusive. So then all of a sudden you got back and forth, back and forth of trying to start the PC wars instead of the console wars. And we know how much we all hated the uh, the timed exclusive bullshit that was on console. Hell yeah! <clears throat> so I don't I don't I don't like that at all. And you know the the thing is is that I don't I don't mind using another launcher. I mean shit, if I wanted to, I could consolidate every bit of it through Discord and launch everything from Discord. I could launch it all through GeoForce Experience. Um, that's really irrelevant to me. But I don't like this first step and where it could head and it's just not it's not it's not good it's not good for us i mean we don't we don't get any benefit out of it as far as consumers go I'm, yeah. they're, they're not giving me a better price they're all selling for 60 bucks no matter what so all they're doing is just saying that you have to use it this way or you don't use or it don't. at all yep yeah or come back six months and so i'm gonna i'll, I'll keep an eye on borderlands and um I'll revisit it six months afterwards. See in six months. Yep. <laughs> now, Steam. Uh, now, one thing I I didn't do earlier was um, I didn't want to sound completely one-sided. Uh, Steam does have its caveats, even considering how seasoned and uh, the age that it's been out there. And that's uh, you know their Greenlight project was good on paper, and it just it was not managed at all. And so it led to flooding the marketplace with bullshit. I can't even call them games. You know, they're just bullshit assets that they're trying to sell as games. Uh, so that was their downfall. And this was, if it was managed better, it could have been amazing. And then the other thing that sort of grinds my gears a bit about Epic is, um, so if you look at that timetable, the development roadmap that I posted, these are things that could have been in the works for a long time now, you know, when they were still living high on the hog of Fortnite. And now when I look at this roadmap, I'm even more turned off to go there because, you know, it's four to six months for user reviews. You know, <laughs> so you're going to look at a game and not have any ability to see any reviews for it on the storefront that you're browsing it? And, and wish lists and you know price adjusting bundles and uh you know mod support you know that's half a year out if they would have just come out of the gate swinging with like all of the features steam had 
then I think they would have had more respect than saying, hey, this is so great, even though we're not giving you anything. <laughs> yeah, forcing you to come and play the game there with none of the features that you could if you, it was through Steam and then be happy about it. And then later on, we'll get to those things, guys. So especially for people who do this for streaming abilities and they don't have any of those features as well. So it's just kind of... How much of the blame do you put on Epic for doing what they're doing, granted poorly, versus the publisher who is agreeing to grant exclusivity to Epic? Well, they're just following the dollar. You know, they're isn't, going there because they're offered a bigger cut. Isn't that what Epic's doing, though? They're taking advantage of that fact, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame them for that. They're, they're trying to, you know, gain market space. And, and by doing this, they're, you know, it's going to grab a lot of people to come to buy it because they have to play the game as soon as possible. So I, I don't blame them for that. I just don't like being told I can only buy it there. So I'm going to speak with my wallet and not buy it there. But if I was, if I'm, if I'm epic, I do the exact same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, business is business, and you know, if I have to, if I have to compete against a giant like Steam, I've got to do something. And I don't fault them for that. I just, I'm not going to participate in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. You know, I'm sure in 12 months, when all these features are in there, then you know, I won't have much of anything to complain about. But um, I just in my age now, I am not going to just willy nilly give in to inconvenience <laughs> to, to play something I could just do without like, oh, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. And if they're not accepting, if they're not accepting PayPal, then that's it, the, we don't even need to talk any further right there because I don't even, I, I pay, I pay, I buy everything on steam through PayPal. Yep, yeah, same absolutely. Way. So do I, all, all, vi- all my video game purchases are through PayPal, no matter yep. what, whether it's BattleNet, whether it's you play, whether it's origin, it's the yeah, that's for a little bit of the the non-factual stuff comes in, but I, I think if there's no lie, no uh, surprise, you know, that a lot of data breaches and IP get stolen from China, and Epic is forty percent owned by Tennyson, which is one of the largest Chinese companies around. And are you gonna people just put two and two together and they say, oh, well, it's has Chinese ties, and I don't want to give them my data. A lot of people just think that way, from what I've read. Mm-hmm. And sure. I don't know. It's like uh, I don't even know what a good analogy for that. Smells fishy. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's sending your kid to get candy from from a van with tinted windows, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I may have really good candy, but oh, I'm still not going to do it. Big now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but and i think you i think you're right though it's just for people listening on the podcast i wish you could see chat right now for the gift yeah. that you've just posted <laughs> oh my gosh i'm posting that to shit posting <laughs> right now it, it will no be context. interesting to see if if games like metro exodus if games like borderlands 3 like miss their projected you know sales mark because i think they will consumers are they will. right and i hope then that that will cause people cause them to really rethink their strategy and, and i, I think you could look at any 
pre-release or pre-sale, I think pre-sales are down in my, now I don't have facts to back it up, but I really honestly think sales are down just based on the pulse of the industry. And I think people are finally getting it. You know, I've, I, well, here's, I'll, 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 let me interrupt just because I'll give you a caveat. I think, I don't think pre-sales are down. I think pre-sales are probably up because people buy pre-sales just to get the beta and then they then they cancel. But that uh, still counts as a pre-sale. Yeah, yeah, sadly it does. But I think initial real sales will be down because you are you have the whole pie of the entire PC community and then you're just going to cut one piece and say this is all you can have when the rest of it's sitting there. <laughs> Uh, so you, with exclusivity becomes exclusion, mm-hmm. right? So we'll see. Uh, my prediction is definitely the, the initial sales figures will hurt. Can you imagine if GTA? Uh, you know, I mean, these are games that hold records, right, for sales in short times and uh, from yep. launch. You definitely won't see that. I don't care how good the game is, you won't see it. When well, then the counter the counter argument to that is is that the numbers of pre sales might be down, but the revenue is increased because they keep more of the revenue plus the millions of dollars that they got from the uh, from the exclusive. So net net, they come out with more money, but they they moved fewer units. Yeah, it's well, it's a it's a formula, right? So we'll see if it balances out or not. I mean, in, in a perfect world, I, they, if they took that timeline, moved every moved the, everything that's on that timeline, released it today, and then they straight up said, we're going to beat Steam with a better offering and a better, better um, uh, value proposition to developers, um, I would 110% support it because, I mean, I, I, want, I want real competition, mm-hmm. um, and I want real value to developers especially smaller ones the smaller ones smaller ones get buried um and the more money that they can make the more they can add to their resource pool to be able to make better games better games drive better games i mean i'm, I'm all for the small de- smaller developer and i think that they can thrive in this type of environment but what happens with this with what we have now is that now you've created a, an antagonistic relationship between steam and um steam fans and epic fans that there's going to be a section of the market who just will say i will not buy anything from epic at all i'm yeah. not i'm not going to be one of those if they come out with with the with a good competitive um video game that that i look like that i enjoy that's not exclusive i'll get it yeah, I've seen everything I've read on the general internet and within our own community. I've seen more people against it than for it, and uh, I think over time people will eventually come around. I, I mean, I pr- predict I definitely will, but I mean, it's going to be a while. I'm in no rush, and there's not uh, enough uh, carrot on a the stick there. <laughs> for me to run over there <laughs> even if it were cake i would run over there <laughs> i think it uh, really it's a matter of them proving themselves over a period of time and that only t- that takes time to do so we'll see yep you gotta earn that trust 
Exactly. Did anybody have anything for roundtable before I break out the blackmail box? Uh, no, I just, I am continually watching the uh, image that uh, <laughs> you posted in there. <laughs> you come to the van, I have candy. Yeah, that's completely derailed me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that movie, and it was, they were creepy Ewoks. Holy shit. Did you have anything for roundtable? Uh, no, not really. No? Nuka Trey? I don't get Good? Okay. So, the black mailbox. Like I said, this was the uh, voicemail for random happenings. They could have been sober. They could have been drunk. Nobody knows. Uh, I have quite a few. There's no way we're going to get to them all. And so that's good because we could sprinkle them out through other podcasts. But uh, I have a, a couple short ones and, and then a couple really good ones. So I asked uh, the channel to pick a number random one through eight. Trey picked six. And uh, so I'm going to play a couple of short ones first. And then we'll get to story number six. <laughs> and then hopefully. All right. So this one, I'm, uh, I'm going to play it and then I'll give you some background. No, that's not Nuke. Pono, <laughs> after I yelled at him for sniffing so much when we were playing Forza. Oh my god! <laughs> well, that asshole pops in there and does that. <laughs> that's great. Well played. Well played. Now, now these next two are funny because they complement each other, and they had no idea that they would. And so the first one, this may be a little low, but hopefully you guys can hear it. <laughs> Were you able to make that out or should I try and turn it up some more? I mean, Do it once more, just because I want to hear it again. Yeah. One second, let me find the... Let's see if can make it any louder. Oh, that's already cranked up. <laughs> So that's that's a particular member farting into their microphone. Yeah. <laughs> how far did how far did they have to stick it up there to get it to sound that? <laughs> and the whoever did that enjoyed it way too much. Oh yes, yes they do. And then here is the best part. So shortly after that was in the blackmail box, I think the same night or maybe the later. Tops, this one happened. <clears throat> um, I think I might have just shit my pants. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> what is the chance of that? <laughs> Those are different people because I have in the track who they are, right. but they were different people and they just have to compliment each other like that. <laughs> so, what's amazing is whoever, whoever farted on their you know, speak into their mic, you know, later on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably have pink eye right now too. Right. <laughs> All right, now and then we'll leave you with um, story number six that Trey picked, and I, I named these. I added them today, um, and, and this one is called Master of the Universe. Oh, I, I got I got a good story for y'all. A real story. I forgot about this one when I was first starting out in the liquor business. Master of the universe. <laughs> this dude 
this dude came into the store I used to work at so spun out, just like the dude has been up for days. So he was he was clearly trying to get in there to get something to come down. We had this big old jar of pickled eggs <laughs> on the counter. And we had these little tongs that you could dip out a pickled egg. Well, this dude sat there for like three minutes trying to fish out a pickled egg. And like <laughs> my friend John Thomas that worked there is like, Can't can I assist you? Do you need somebody? <laughs> the dude freaked out. Like just freaked out and like just shoved his entire hand in there. <laughs> Grabbed like five pickled eggs, smashed them into his face, and just started like flopping on the ground like a fish. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you you having a seizure or anything, bud? You you gonna be okay? He didn't respond. So my friend John Thomas, he just grabbed him by the arms and just drug him outside and just left him there. Rise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Some dude eventually came and picked them up. I'm so glad I don't work at those kind of liquor stores anymore. <laughs> Wait, why, why was he master of the universe? I'm not sure, but that's That's a different story for another. That's a different story for another time. <laughs> I guess I was, I was expecting too much of it back, you know, to, <laughs> like like to lift the tongs and save it a power of Grayskull, <laughs> something. Oh, that's great! The, the worst thing is I forgot uh, how I was going to intro this. Ladies, <laughs> the story you are about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> oh, we forgot. So, so we'll, do, we'll do one more, um, or maybe maybe. T- one or two short ones. So this is another one that is gaming related. It's short but sweet. Okay. Apex Legends. EA hit the oh shit button. Oh shit. <laughs> All our games suck ass. Apex Legends. Launch. Launch it. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's one more that's related to to. Anthem into the vision too. Yeah. Hey, that this should be on recording. How everybody feel about Anthem? <laughs> I, I just I don't know, man. I, I've seen so many bad reviews, and the decent reviews are they're okay, I guess. Nitty, man, these are coming from my friends that actually own the game. They just <laughs> ran out of shit to do. Sweet. I'll, uh, <laughs> hell, look, look, it's like the division two. I probably won't buy that because it's going to be the same damn thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to play that one back for him because now he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told him I was going to do a tribute to him. <laughs> and, uh, this one's really short. I almost think I should end like every podcast with this one. Playing the fucking objective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
think you need to record anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is our outro from now on. Beautiful. <laughs> She's clapping, and then I'll play it one more time because it's so good. <laughs> Playing the fucking objective. <laughs> hey, Craig, I don't think you need to record anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, I think we all know who that is. but uh, <laughs> I, And I clearly stated in the rules that if you want to rename an, uh, remain anonymous, you had to say that. And so that was our one of our very own Ash, man. He's got some good stories, man. I, there are so many more. <laughs> uh, looking forward to it. Did yes. he record any more than the, because one, he just like jumped in the lobby with like six of us and just started telling them when we were just, yeah, that's where these were talking. From. The one most that, of them were from yeah, that one thing. Okay. Stories. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was cracking up when he was telling that we were in the middle of a fight too. They're just dying. It was too good. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> then, uh, when I I pulled the the raw recording in, and I'm like, wow, I don't remember this being that long. And uh, then when I started re re listening to it, I just started laughing to myself. I'm like, damn man, these are really good. <laughs> so, so thank you, Ashman, for sharing those. And there were plenty more that uh, we'll cover in future podcasts. There's, uh, I don't know if I'll give you a teaser what some of the names are. We'll see. I don't know. There's the Phantom. There's Zombie Guy. There's Credit Card Guy. There's Jackie Chan shit. There's a <laughs> Santa. Lotto winner. And there's, and then there's I don't play games. So those, uh, those are the, the, the names I come up with all these. <laughs> oh, looking forward to those. Be great. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next time, right? Tune in next time. We are over 30 clan. I was your host, Black Death, and we had uh, Nubs, Nuke, Nitty, and Trey with us tonight co-hosting. You can catch us usually uh, at over30clan.com and all the other social media types that are listed at the beginning. I'd like to thank you guys for uh, co-hosting, and we should be on time next month. We'll see you in May. Yeah. Shit!
playing the fucking objective. <laughs> hey, Craig, I don't think you need to record anymore. <laughs>